you're listening to A Little Easier, a tiny version of my productivity podcast. This week, we're talking about the same topic we covered in episode number 58, 32 Helpful Things to Keep in Your Car. After that episode aired back on November 13th, I got an email from a listener named Rachel, and Rachel said that she is she works in the pharmaceutical industry, and she travels quite a lot around New England. She puts many, many miles on her car, and she had some additional suggestions for items that belonged on my 32 helpful things to keep in your car list. So we got to talking a little bit via email and I had an idea. I suggested why not, given that the little episodes were near when that episode aired, it was just a couple weeks before this one. And I suggested why not give a shot to a listener and bring her on the show to share those items herself. She gave me a number of very good suggestions. So we are going to actually have a guest interview as this episode. So I'm really excited to invite Rachel onto the show. She is the first guest to appear on the show. We've gone three full seasons and not one guest has appeared on the show yet. So I'm really excited that, or when I say guest, I should say first listener. I've had other guests, of course, but the first listener to appear on the show as a guest. Uh, So I'm really excited to bring her on. Let's head over to that interview with Rachel right now. with me today, I have Rachel. Rachel was, as I said in the introduction, she emailed me and gave me some additional suggestions. She is in the greater Boston area and she is an educator for a pharmaceutical company and she travels all throughout New England hosting educational events. She says that she puts about 2,000 miles on her car a month and she actually is a Gretchen Rubin listener. She works on her happiness project and she emailed me with some suggestions about things to keep in your car. Uh, So I would think that somebody who puts 2,000 miles on her car a month would know what she's talking about. So Rachel, I'm so excited to have you on the show. Oh, thanks so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Did you know that you are the first listener to be on the show? I've had other guests, but you're the first listener to be here. Well, I hope I'm not the the last. I hope that everyone else chimes in because I love hearing Um, I love talking shop about productivity with with other folks who are using it day to day. Yes, absolutely. I have folks who definitely reach out, but there's not been one so far that I've said, yes, let's bring that person on the show. But your list was so uh, well thought out. I was like, why should I share all of these when she can do it herself? (laughs) Yeah, thanks so much. Sure thing. So, um, like I said in the introduction, back in episode, I think it was 58, I said, we talked about 32 things that I thought you should keep in your car. And you emailed me and kind of gave me a list. So, let's start at the top of your list and just share the, the stuff that I missed that you think is an, or that you think are essentials for, uh, for being in the car. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I actually listened to that episode while I was driving on my way to Maine, which is a four hour drive to get up to northern Maine from where I am. Um, So I I thought everything you said was spot on. And I I really enjoyed hearing that. And then as I'm looking, you know, I was looking around my car as I was driving and thought of a few other things. So one of the the main things that I absolutely would never leave, I, I keep it in my car all the time is backup glasses. So I wear contacts 
um, on a day-to-day basis. They're kind of the monthly disposable kind and they're not super durable. So if you rub your eye the wrong way, they can fall out, they can get torn. And the thought of getting stuck four hours away without my glasses or without a contact lenses is very scary because I would be stuck. I'd be stranded. So I would advise that anyone who does wear contacts, just keep that ugly old junky pair of glasses from, you know, four or five years ago, maybe get the prescriptions updated and then just throw them in your glove box, throw them in the console, forget about them. And then at least, you know, if you ever did get stuck that you'd have um, something to get you home on. Yes, absolutely. I think that's an excellent idea. I actually do this. My old pair always sits in my the case that came with them because, uh, you know, every time you buy it, usually where you go, mm. but when you buy a new set of glasses, it'll come with a case. So the one that it came with just kind of goes in the car. I do this. I didn't awesome. even think of it. It's in my it's in my car right now. So I'm totally with you there. Yeah, absolutely. I know there's so many things that just become part of the background of our cars. So I kind of had to look with a critical eye to see these sort of things. So that's my my first and kind of the most important item on my list that I keep in. Um, the second thing that I keep in my car, and I kind of use it in a different way than most people do, is a behind-the-seat organizer. And if you go on Amazon and you just search for behind-the-seat organizers, there's a million of them. They don't cost very much. Um, but I will take that behind-the-seat organizer and flip it around to the passenger front of the seat because usually when I'm driving, I'm driving alone. And if I'm on a long car trip, I want to keep my extra snacks, drinks, cell phones, toll money, whatever it is. I want to keep that close at hand so I'm not distracted searching through a bag to get something that I want or having to pull over every once in a while to like find something basic. So I flip that around to the front keep everything that I might need while I'm driving close at hand. And it just kind of, it's like my co-pilot. It keeps, keeps everything right there. And it's a simple thing, but it, it does make a big difference, especially for those long drives. This is such a, a good idea. I never had thought about this. And I, when I read your email, I was like, she gets a behind the seat organizer, like in addition to, and then I read, oh, she flips it around to the front. So obviously you can't have a passenger in the car for this uh, in the front anyway. But uh, yeah, this is such a great idea because I'm looking at these and they just have about 1500 pockets on them. Yeah. uh, And just being able to keep things close without having to fight with it, uh, you know, falling all over or things dropping between the, the like gaps in the seats. Like this is such a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. So that's one that I was, I was proud of myself for thinking of that. Yeah, it's great. um, Next one. And I'm sure you probably already do this, but a manicure set, like a little, one of those little cheap things that just has nail clippers and a file and like some cuticle scissors. Um, It just, that's self-explanatory. It's really irritating to be at a stoplight and picking at a hangnail. So that'll solve that problem. Yep. I do Um, this too. This is one that I, I actually, this is going to sound weird, but I typically like 95% of the time. And again, I forgot that this was in my car. I do keep a set of nail clippers and I cut my nails in the car about mm -hmm. 95% of the time because it's just, they're there. And that's, you know, uh, like at a stoplight or something, I know it sounds weird, but that's what I do. (laughs) Hey, it's your car, your nails, do what you want is what I say. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, And then a backup toiletry kit. So because I'm traveling, I do a long road trips. I go from city to city to city. And when you're pulling into town, into your motel, and it's late at night, the last thing you want to do is realize that you ran out of toothpaste or saline solution or whatever it is and have to run out and make it a trip. So 
probably just throw a bunch of backups. Like if I go to Walmart and get a whole bunch of travel size stuff, I just throw it in this little caddy that I keep in the central console, toothbrush, toothpaste, hairbrush, contact solution, lotion. I mean, in theory, I could just buy all of this if I needed it, but it makes it so much easier and quicker if I have it handy um, and don't have to go out and use it. Probably most people don't need to keep a whole toiletry kit, but if you're on the road a lot, I think it makes sense. The big one for me is lotion. I always have hand Mm -hmm. lotion in my glove box because what I hate is like you use hand soap in a bathroom and it like for me, it dries the crap out of my hands. I hate it. So like I have lotion everywhere, everywhere, just in case. Same thing with chapstick. Again, it gives you something to do at a stoplight, right? It's, it's just a little like, um, methodical thinking motion, like a little fidget motion that you can do. And I, I like it. I think it's, that's a nice little pampering thing. Yep. For sure. All right. And then the next two things that are always in my car, these are specific for parents of little ones who are either in diapers or if you're going through potty training. Um, These things are are specifically um, what got me through that phase of life. I have a daughter. She's four now. She's pretty much done with the potty training. We do have a couple accidents. So there are two things that will just get you through both of those phases of life. So if you have a kid who's in diapers or who's potty training and still in a car seat, a lot of parents are tempted just to throw a dishcloth or a towel down in the base of the car seat so that if there's a blowout or an accident, you don't have to take the whole cover of the car seat out and disassemble the whole thing and wash it. The problem with that is that that dish towel is not crash tested and it could affect the, um, it could impact how well the car seat works in a crash. So on Amazon, there's something that's called a piddle pad car seat protector, and it's sold by a company called Silverfly, S-I-L-V-E-R-F-L-Y-E. And this is a little soft pad that fits in the base of the car seat. And it kind of does basically what a dishcloth would do, um, that you can easily pull it out and wash it if you need to. But the difference is, is that at least they say that it has been crash tested. So, um, you know, it, it, they're giving you some assurance there. Do your own research, of course, but I, I felt a lot more comfortable using something that I could feel confident was going to work, um, was not going to affect the safety of the car seat. And it makes it so much easier that, you know, when an accident does happen, you don't have to disassemble the whole car seat to wash it because that is like a multiple day process and you can't use the car seat while it's being washed and it's just a whole thing. So that is the first thing I would recommend. And then also, I know you love OXO. I love OXO anything, but OXO makes something called a Good Grips Tot 2-in-1 Travel Potty Seat. Now, this is... Um, it can be used either on a toilet seat or it can be, has legs that can flip out to make a little potty chair and it comes with a bag system. So if you're using it as a potty chair, like if you have to pull over to the side of the road, it can fit in the passenger side floor of your car. Um, you flip the legs out, the kid can sit on it like a little seat and it's got this little bag system. I won't go into a lot of detail, but just suffice to say that it keeps everything contained and absorbed until you can get to the next trash can and throw it out. But this thing folds up to maybe an inch thick by like six or seven inches long. 
you can throw it in a Ziploc bag with some wipes, keep it in the car. It can assemble, and I have done this, it can assemble in maybe 15 seconds to avoid, um, you know, when you get that cry from the backseat, like, oh, I mean, I have to go potty. You can pull over to the side of the road, assemble it in 15 seconds, and within a minute, you've got the kit on potty seat. And it just, it just makes life so much easier. Or you can also take it into a restroom and use it on the seat in the restroom. It's easy for your car, you know, your trunk to get filled up with kid crap if you're not careful. So the fact that this does double duty and it does fold up is just ingenious. It's so easy to use. So if you combine those two things together, you're going to be way ahead of the game when it comes to <laughs> dealing with kids kids accidents throughout that whole phase of life. So I want to make, I think, three points. The first is that I really appreciate the vivid image when you use the word blowout, because like my <laughs> my uh, my mind went to interesting places when you use that word. So I just wanted to make sure everybody got to share in that image <laughs> as we're <Yep>. talking. <laughs> Um, yeah. So, um, then on the piddle pad, I looked this up as you were talking and I found the link, of course, all these links, um, for these products I will share in the show notes so people can grab them. Um, easiercast.com slash little 18 is this week's show notes link. Um, but yeah, so the links for all this will be there. And this is very interesting for sure. I didn't even think about what a hassle it would be if there was some kind of an accident, whether or not it was like a bodily accident or a spill or something like Mm -hmm. that. Um, just being able to take this out, throw it in the wash and like not have to be without your car seat. Because if your car seat is drying or the whole process is in the middle and you got to take your kids somewhere, I don't know what you would do. You'd have to mm. like, if you don't have another one, what do you do? So yeah, yeah. I mean, if you had to, right. So, yep. um, and then potentially have to wash it all over, all over again. Yep. But, and it's very interesting in the description here about, they like show it being crash tested, uh, in the pictures. And there's like one of the benefits over just a dish towel is that there's like a slit in it so that you can slide the buckle through. So I think this is really cool, um, for folks who haven't, um, used something like this before. I think that's great. And then, yeah, of course, anything OXO is like premium quality. And, um, as I mentioned before we jumped on the interview, I was actually telling one of my friends about this, that you had recommended it. And she was like blown away. Cause she's got, uh, a little girl who just turned one about a month ago. So she's like, Hmm, this is probably something I'm going to be picking up in the short term. So yes, absolutely. These are great. You should tell her too, that I have found a lot of these on, um, Facebook, um, buy sell trade groups for kids stuff you can get them oh yeah okay well that's really interesting yeah it's another like little tangent tip for for the episode (laughs) um if so yeah that sounds great i love these product recommendations i think from the list you sent me you had one more kind of tip to share uh before we wrap up Yeah. So all of these things that you went over, everything that I went over, they're all well and good to keep in your car, but they're only helpful if you actually have them with you when you need them. So I know for me, things migrate in the house. If you have that umbrella that you use to get from the car to the house, well, that needs to get back into the car for the next time it rains. So what I recommend is just taking a, it doesn't, for most people, I don't think it should take more than a few minutes, but just like a monthly car inventory where you can look around and make sure that all the things that you keep in the car have made it back there, that your inventory has been replenished. I um, have to report my mileage monthly. So I try to pair those two activities together so that 
when I'm making the trip out to my car to get my mileage, I'm also looking through the consoles and the glove box to make sure that everything that I usually keep in there is in there. And I also, I bring my dust buster, little hand vacuum out with me and get the worst of the crumbs out. And just, I give my car a hug because it does a lot for me and it represents independence and connection for me. So I, I give my, give a little back to my car, you know, once a month, I try to take a few minutes. Yeah, I think that's an excellent idea. There's two things I can add here. One is just knowing that the thing is in your car, because I know for me, I tend to like be over prepared. But the problem is, is that especially in our cars, there's so many like nooks and crannies where Mm -hmm. things can hide. You put things in there. And then honestly, like, I will go like every time I get a new car every couple of years because I lease, I'm like taking all the stuff out to transfer it to the new car. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot I had this even (laughs) in here. Like, yeah, just knowing that the thing is in the car in the first place, your idea kind of solves that because you're at least putting your eyes on things on a regular basis. And then I would say for this, what would be, I think, pretty important uh, or it would be at least make this a lot easier is have a checklist of stuff, whether it was Mm. digital or just like a folded piece of paper you keep tucked in the car um, of all the things that you want to make sure. So whenever you do an inventory, you can just look through that list instead of having to think through every single item every time. Uh, I think that would be helpful. Yep. So I am so appreciative that I was able to get you to join me on the show. As I said, this is the first uh, listener interview that I've done. So um, let me ask you one quick thing before we go from the list. I don't know if I'm kind of putting you on the spot here because I didn't prep you. But um, from the list from uh, the uh, car episode that I did previously, number 58, did you have any items that were on that list that you were like, oh, yeah, I never thought of that. I'd be curious to know what other people thought. Oh, yeah. Well, the whole two umbrella things I thought was brilliant because, yes, it makes sense to have an umbrella. And I thought about that. But having two is I I, I was for some reason that would just blew me away. I'm like, why didn't I do that? Because I I well, I work in the pharma industry. There's freebies flying around like crazy. So every time I see an umbrella, I grab it. But I I should just keep them all in my car. And then if I need, I can do that random act of kindness and just hand, (laughs) I have an umbrella to hand out and, or I don't have to stress if I'm, you know, if somebody is like trying to get their umbrella back to me, I can just like, just keep it. Or if I do run it into the house and I don't have time to restock my inventory, it's already there. So I I really appreciated that. And um, I think I'm going to try and collect a couple to keep in my car going forward. Yeah, I've definitely bailed out a couple of friends, actually, and myself too, because this could be both selfless and selfish because it's like I want to be under my own umbrella not yeah. getting half wet because I'm sharing so right uh it works it works double duty it's a good little tip um yeah. so and I have just as a like a recap for me of my fa- I'm flipping through the list I think my favorite thing from the list that I shared was the cereal canister trash can that is it's so helpful mm. like I just have one of those plastic tubs hanging out under my passenger seat and there's never trash in my cart because I have a trash can that I just empty every time I get gas 
the best. So, awesome. uh, yes, these are, I felt that that one was worth pointing back out again. <laughs> so, um, I think that's all I've got for you today. I greatly, greatly appreciate you taking just a few minutes to come here and share some extra ideas. And, um, I will encourage folks who are listening. If you have follow-up ideas to the show, feel free to email me. The email address is podcast at easiercast.com. And, uh, I would be happy to invite some more folks on the show, um, to discuss, you know, whatever episodes they're interested in following up on. So Rachel, I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. And thanks so much for the tips. Oh, thank you so much. And I just wanted to take a second to let everybody know before we go that Rachel is working on starting a podcast about intentional living. And if you're interested in that type of a show, you can hop on her waiting list to be notified when she launches by heading to bit.ly slash intention podcast. Again, that's bit.ly slash intention podcast. All right, that's it for my interview with Rachel. I hope you took away a number of additional super helpful things to keep in your car. So if you're interested in the show notes for this episode, I'll have links to all the products that Rachel recommended and they will be at easiercast.com slash little 18. That's the word little, the number 18, all one word. I'm Anthony Wagner. And in the words of Gretchen Rubin, I hope this makes your week a little easier. Bye for now.